0: listening to the salt of the podcast Welcome back, everybody, to the Salt Creative Podcast, where we create and prepare disciples ready to influence the world. My name is Lockie, and if this is the first time that you've joined us, I want to extend a nice, warm welcome to you. Uh, if you're joining us again, then thank you so much for for coming back and being a part of our community. Hey, a couple of quick announcements before we get into it. Uh, If you're around at college, it's getting towards the business end of semester now. It's week 10, so make sure to knuckle down and get those assignments done. It is also Mother's Day this weekend. so If the countless announcements at church on the weekend or elsewhere did not remind you that Mother's Day is coming up, then here's your official reminder from the Salt Creative Podcast that Mother's Day is this weekend. So, make sure not to forget it. Another thing, next week is our 10th birthday. So, we're going to be doing a little bit of a giveaway. Um, We're going to be giving away a couple of my favorite books. These are not ones that I've bought for myself and I've read and I'm now giving away. We're going to buy them new and you guys can enter into a, a bit of a draw to win them. All you have to do to enter this competition is to like any of the social media posts relating to this episode and then tag a friend in the comments. So, if you do that, you enter into the competition um and we'll be drawing that next week to see who wins. Make sure to get involved in this and uh, yeah, let's celebrate our tenth episode birthday together. Now, on today's episode, I am joined today by two um, really inspiring people in my own life, Martin and Alina Van Rensberg. Um, these guys work with the young Adult division in the South Queensland region um, in the Adventist Church, and they have so much good stuff to say, particularly in the space of prioritizing young people. Um, in in the local church and and how how we as young people can actually be a part um, of the journey of, I guess, growing closer together as a community. The phrase we use in the podcast is growing together. And so I'm really excited about this episode. So We're going to get straight into it as we talk about growing together with Martin and Alina. Welcome back everybody to the Salt Creative Podcast. My name is Lockie and I'm your host today and I'm super excited that you have decided to join us because I am joined by two uh, really inspiring people in my life, Martin and Alina van Rensberg. Guys, welcome to the Salt Creative Podcast.
1: Thank you. It's good hey, to be it's here. Thanks, Lockie. Awesome.
0: Now, we're up here at the moment in sunny Queensland in Brisbane, Vegas. Um, And I'm super stoked to be interviewing you guys. Um, You you guys are really inspiring in the ministry work you're doing up here to me. Uh, But I'm aware that there are some people that probably won't know you as well. So with that in mind, can you just explain for us really quick who is Alina and who is Martin?
1: All right. Um, in a nutshell, I am a physiotherapist turned pastor, uh, worked as a school chaplain and now serving in the South Queensland Conference, Mm -hmm. um, working as part of our um, church support team with a real focus on young adult ministries. Cool. And when I'm not um, serving and ministering, I'm eating good food, exploring Mm -hmm. cafes, heading to the beach. Nice. With Martin. Very cool.
2: (laughs) And who is Martin? Yeah, so... um, One of my first jobs was um, a web developer, so Mm -hmm. I was doing a bit of, then I moved into journalism, marketing, um, that sort of thing. So I'm not only a pastor's wife or pastor's husband these days, (laughs) um, but yeah, really passionate about this
0: space and just, Mm. yeah, wanting to see our church come alive. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's really cool. And I guess a key part of that um, coming alive you speak of for for the church is um, a big project you guys have been involved in, in recently has been surrounding a book called Growing Together. Mm-hmm. So Growing Young. Um, the, I guess the spin you guys have put in it has been Growing Together. Yeah. Um yep. But I'm just yeah. wondering if you guys could break that down for us really quick? You know what what is Growing Young? You know what does that look like? Um, and maybe if you want to just talk a little bit about what your experience in church has been like, whether it has been one that is like the the growing young principles that mm-hmm. we see or whether it's been different like it's just, yeah just keen to, to hear what you guys have to share
1: yeah awesome well I, I might start the conversation and just reflect a little bit about what Growing Young is for those who aren't familiar with it. Um, essentially, it's six principles that have come out of a research project um, that took place with the Fuller Youth Institute in the States. And, you know, rather than looking at why young people leaving the church, I guess they spun that on its head and said, well, you know, in which churches are young people staying and yeah. what, what factors result in that? Mm. And so they, yeah, came up with these findings. And at the end of the day, they're not rocket science, they're not brand new, ¿Qué? straight from the Bible they're yeah. biblical principles that are really based on Jesus being at the centre yeah. this idea of empowerment mentorship you know building a warm community and really living our lives for, for our neighbours for others mm. um, and so that, that's the heart of growing young and mm. as you said we've put a spin on it in terms of being um, growing together because mm. it's not just about our young people it's not just about our old people but it's actually us coming together um, as the intergenerational body of Christ yeah. so oh, cool. that's yeah that in a nutshell i guess is the journey but you mentioned a question of you know what has our experience Mm. been of that Um, martin did you want to take this one away
2: yeah so i mean um alina and i are a little bit um older in the game um we still see ourselves as young adults but you know when you really look at it all our peers have got kids so probably not (laughs) (laughs) um but (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, we we both grew up as um, youth leaders and that sort of thing, and when we look around um, at our peers today and um, see how many are still connected to the church, it's actually it, it actually um, yeah, it's really m- moves you in the sense of uh, the question is where are they, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like the, this this question of where are they is probably a question that. Um, We've, you know as we've been even wrestling through this question, like just looking and asking um, generations above us, they've also asked that same question mm-hmm. with the, within their peers and you know this this idea of um, where what happened to the vibrant youth that um, our church was known for um, is, a, is a critical question that we should be um, asking our church mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when I think of my own personal journey, um, why am I still here? Why am I a part of um, our church? I, I think about those principles and I think they were very real in my life. Mm. Um, I, I was a part of a, a warm community. I had people who believed in me, mm. who um, gave me an opportunity to lead and serve. And I think um, that's been my personal journey. But as Martin said, there have been many of our peers who haven't had that experience. Mm. And so we just have such a heart to see our church be all that it can be and it's not something new like if we reflect upon this in an Adventist context it's how our church started we started Mm -hmm. as this amazing fired up group of young people Mm -hmm. um, who were just so passionate about seeing the gospel shared with everyone Mm. and you know we believe that God is calling us to be that church Mm. and we want to help young and old really realize um, Mm. you know what that looks like yeah yeah
0: so cool and I think like my experience has been similar to yours in that you know, whilst I didn't have the the words to that Growing Young has put to mm-hmm. these principles that, that mm-hmm. we that we see that we're trying to aim for now. Like, I look back on my experience and I see that I was empowered. Mm-hmm. You know, I was given authority that I probably didn't really deserve yeah. or yeah. I have yeah. credibility to take as a young person. Yeah. I had so many warm relationships. Like, yeah. I, all, I see all these principles involved in my own experience. Mm-hmm. And like, because of that, I look back and go, wow, like, this is actually this is real. Like this mm-hmm. is like, it's not just principles. It's not just ideas pulled yeah. out of the sky. Like it's, um, it's yeah. I think there's something to be said that they studied churches that were thriving.
1: Yes, I think we love yeah. to look at
0: problems and be like, okay, what's the big problem here? Yeah. Whereas these guys are like, okay, what's working well and what can we learn from that? Yeah. I think there's obviously a big lesson in that itself. But, um, yeah. yeah what, what distinguishes like growing young from growing together?
1: Um, uh, I guess, Yeah, the best way to explain that, I think, would be... So, Growing Young is the title of the research. Um, It's the title of the book Mm. um, that that Fuller has has put out. And for example, within our conference, we're really passionate about the heart of the content. Mm. Um, but we also see that for some people, this idea of growing young can can put an artificial barrier up mm. in saying that um, this excludes our older generations mm. and that this isn't about, mm. you know, our beautiful seasoned members who have, you know, served in this church for so many years and mm. now we forget about them and just focus on, you know, having a hip, cool church or whatever. Um, but that actually isn't what that's about. So we've intentionally and strategically said, well you know what it is about growing young it's about our you know church really embracing our young people Mm. but let's do that together and let's place value upon every generation Um, so I guess that would be the heart of it so yeah
0: that's cool and I think the language you use shapes the culture
1: as well and
0: so growing young I think at its core is not something that's just up to one demographic to do Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. is a a whole church thing Yeah and so I think I love what you guys are doing and calling it the growing together journey mm-hmm. because it shows like your heart for it is that this is a whole church journey and yeah, like the language yeah. you're using is going to shape the culture of that so that's yeah it's really cool mm-hmm. yeah because it's exactly it's about bridging the gap mm. and um, yeah for so long
2: we've we've seen it, um, even youth ministry or you know pathfinders and things like that in separation and we this is about um, sh- yeah seeing us in the full body of being the church yeah. mm.
1: Hi, my name is Alina and this is my Salty Six. If I could only have one meal for the rest of my life, it would be gelato. My average bedtime is 9pm. Actually, I wish it was 9. It's actually a little bit later than that, but that's the ideal. If I could live anywhere in the world, it would be... Palm springs That's the first thing that comes to my mind in the desert. Uh, growing up, I always wanted to be like um, this awesome young lady that was in my church that I just really looked up to. Um, I'm currently reading um, or about to... Well, actually, I am reading, I can say that. It's called Canoeing the Mountains, and it's a story, um, a book on leadership. And the word that I currently uh, use to describe my season of life is character
2: building. Hi, my name is Martin and this is my salty six. So if I could have one meal for the rest of my life it would be, it won't won't be green eggs and ham because I don't do that, but it would probably be vegetables or something like that. Okay, my average bedtime is um, 9pm. Alina does not go to bed at 9, she goes to bed around 10, 30 or 11:3. 3. Okay, if I could live anywhere in the world it would be Palawan, it's beautiful. It's in Philippines, and yeah, it's mint. Um, growing up, I always wanted to be like a fire engine. Probably no, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm currently reading um, *The Rise and Falls*, *The Rise and Fall of Movements* um, by Steve Addison. Just hooked it up on the Kindle last night. The word that currently describes my season of life is breaking free.
0: So with all that in mind, like what what does the future look like? What's like the big the big dream for for growing together, particularly in, in your context here in South Queensland?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I just have this um I don't know, this picture in my mind of our seeing our churches and we have, you know, 108 churches across hmm. South Queensland, um, but seeing those churches be um Thriving, flourishing spaces where we do have all of the different generations represented and um, having unity. And it's Mm. not about being all the same, you know. Mm. We do um, express ourselves differently and connect with God in different ways and and worship in different ways. But ultimately, there's beauty in that diversity, but we can do that as a collective and we can do that as as one church. And I think um, over the years, perhaps in an attempt to cater for our young people and cater for our youth, we've inadvertently almost siloed them off. And so a church could have a great youth program and a great youth ministry and those young kids are flourishing in that space. But you know what happens when they graduate from mm-hmm. that season of life you know into young adulthood, mm-hmm. you know where's their place in the church? And yeah. so I guess you know our dream would be that we can really, as Martin said bridge that gap and just have transitions mm-hmm. where they already see the church as their church. It's yeah. not the youth and the big church, it's actually, mm-hmm yeah a combined journey and just seeing churches really embark on that and we use the word journey because we realize that it's not quick fix cultural change (laughs) is like long game stuff Mm. um it's tedious it's hard work it's spirit filled it's you know it's a lot of prayer but I believe that it will happen and we're seeing glimpses of it already um, which is really exciting Yeah. yeah what
0: does that look like what do those glimpses look like what have you what success have you seen so far
2: yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's based on those six principles. So the the, the glimpses, I think that's a, that's a real journey in itself of seeing the spirit's work that's already there, mm-hmm. and and in many ways we've already got a lot of those principles happening in our churches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think by having the language of um, you know growing young, growing together, and speaking about these um, different areas within the church, we can actually encourage. Um, those areas of the church. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- things like when you, w- we were just t- discussing before about a life group, um, happening in Toowoomba where the, the young adults were getting together with, um, a seasoned member in their church yeah. because they needed a space. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a incredible story. Mm. Or, you know, when you, you hear about, um, different churches that are giving young people a platform to, Mm -hmm. you know, um, do a sermon rather Mm -hmm. than just a youth day. It's actually Mm -hmm. part of the roster Mm -hmm. or, you know, they, you know, you hear about, um, young, young adults actually being on the the church's executive, um, committee, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's incredible stories that you're hearing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think sharing those stories is, is the way to see cultural change Mm. and previously we probably had some of those things but Mm. it didn't um form um uh, a a general story of we've got to see our church come alive and and be all that it
0: can can be and i think like the language of growing young has brought clarity to that because it means you know I, i think like because of generational gaps and differences, it can be difficult to communicate Mm -hmm. and be on the same page about things. Mm -hmm. But having this kind of collective agreement, like, okay, this is what growing young, this is a language surrounding Mm -hmm. it looks like, the generations can now for the first time in a while actually communicate effectively.
1: And yeah, actually journey isn't.
0: together, like moving yeah. forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. And it shifts our focus off, you know, things like arguments about worship style or whatever. Mm. It takes the focus off that and actually brings it back to the heart of the matter. Mm. And that is who are we called to be as as a church mm. you know who are we called to be as children of God and what does that look like as we mm. live that out in everyday life so yeah. yeah fully agree with what you guys have said it's a language um, that I think has really brought clarity mm. and it's highlighting the stuff that is already happening in mm. our churches so let's champion that and highlight that and talk about that and see more of it mm. yeah that's cool
0: yeah, I was speaking with you guys earlier today just about the book and about the way that it's written and obviously it is one for church leaders mm-hmm. and so in some areas like I've read it and it does seem like it's talking a lot to the more seasoned members of the church and what they can do to, mm-hmm. to push this growing young or what we're calling growing mm-hmm. together um, as, as like a, becoming a part of the church's culture yeah. um, and I think the result of that I've kind of noticed in myself and in a couple of other people that young people are kind of getting a little bit lost in that and they're kind of the the perception that I've received is that like young people just kind of sit and wait for the older members to do the work. And so I love that it's a growing together thing and that it involves the whole church. But yeah. w- like, if you guys could just paint the picture for me, what does it look like for a young person to be involved in this growing together journey? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: like, I mean, we could probably, should probably step a few um, years back. Mm. So p- prior to us really looking to growing young, we, um, went on a real journey of um, what was called We the Church. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, we really saw that there was a real need within um, our generations to see themselves within um, the body of Christ, the, mm-hmm. the church, because we noticed that um, even ourselves would talk about, oh, I just wish the church would do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And so there was like this literal... Um, gap within our church we we whether it was spoken about or not there was a, a gap between the the church over there and the the young people over here mm. and you actually even see it at big camp mm. and so you've got you know the young people's tent and then you've got you yeah. know the more uh, they call it the big tent yeah. and so even though you as a young person you're an adult right mm. <laughs> but they still call you as the young person's yeah. tent but
0: Oh, it's the big tent over there. That's yeah. that's where all the action happens. One thing I noticed mm-hmm. the other day, like, I've been to a few big camps now, and I realized, like, at every camp I've been to, the youth tent or young adult tent, or whatever, it's always been, like, displaced from the rest mm-hmm. of the camp. I don't think it's been like an intentional thing. I think it kind of came from a place of like wanting to give the young people their own space. Mm-hmm. But now it just kind of looks like the young people are always off to the side rather than actually in the thick of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something I observed.
1: Well. Absolutely. And that's just like a small physical example. Yeah. But doesn't that just um, yeah demonstrate this mm. idea of, of that separation and that yeah. gap? And so just to bounce off what Martin was talking about, this journey of, you know, we the church, and I think mm. it's really spirit led that, God's now given us this new language Mm. with, you know, growing young and growing together and what this looks like, Mm. you know, we really felt challenged for our young people, that's who we were working with, to say, well, you know what, you are the church, we are the church, let's step up and and be the church and let's Mm. let's be the change that we want to see and let's step up and lead and let's Mm. lean in and let's... You know, find a seat at the table and let's have a conversation with some of our seasoned leaders. Mm. And so we're really focused on helping, I guess, give our young people skills and confidence and mm. just the ability to, to see themselves as leaders mm. because often we, we don't see ourselves as that we think that's for an older generation mm. um, and so when it comes to young people and their role in the growing young journey they're absolutely pivotal and crucial because we're in this together mm. and we need our young people to lean in and to step up because some of the older generation do have concerns you know mm. that the young people are going to drop the ball or they're not going to show up or mm. you know we're going to entrust them with this precious church but are they really serious and are they really committed and so I think we have a role and you know an opportunity as young people to step up and say we're ready Mm. like we're ready you know some of us are leading companies or you Mm. know performing medicine or law or whatever in our young professional lives like we're ready to take a like a load-bearing role within our church and we want to do that Mm. Um, but we need guidance and we need mentorship and we need support to be able to do that Mm. so absolutely our, our young people are crucial in in this journey, yeah.
2: yeah. So there's there's actually two messages, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we need, um, he, you know, we need hero makers of an older generation, mm. but we also need, um, yeah, younger generations to not only see their themselves growing, like in a career wise or anything mm. like that, but seeing their role in the ki- this kingdom that we're we're called to, mm. and that's about stepping up and and really we're in pioneering days. Yeah. Like, I mean, we we could. We could go look at the state of the church and go, oh my gosh. But, or the flip side could be like, whoa, what an opportunity, you know, like this is new territory. We're about to, we're walking into um, society where it's Mm post-Christian. It actually is. Mm -hmm. And so when it's post-Christian, we, you know, our generation gets that, but we've got to walk our church um, side by side of how do we um, navigate these new spaces? Because mm. our church hasn't actually navigated this type of territory for mm. years. So uh, both younger generations and older generations need to work together, and it actually needs the leadership ca- capacity of our uh, our younger guys to go, "Yep, this is my church," and you know
0: I've got a role to play. If I don't step up, who will? Yeah, and yeah, like I, I think. You know, a lot of people that listen to this podcast have an experience where what could be and what is, there's such like a big disparity between those two things. And it can be really discouraging. Like even if you've got a group of people that are committed to doing this growing together Mm -hmm. journey, it can Mm -hmm. still be like (laughs) a bit discouraging or a bit like, Mm -hmm. what do I do to get Mm -hmm. started? Mm -hmm. Um, I think a helpful way to approach this is not to, to view it as a destination that is way up in the distance, but to view it as a journey and like a commitment to journey together. Mm Um, and so in terms of just taking like the next step on that journey, can you guys think of like some, some tangible advice to leave with our listeners um, about what they can do as young people um, to, to continue on this growing together journey?
1: Yeah, and I love what you said, Lucky, about it being just, you know, one one small step at a time. Like, mm. what what is the next step? And I mean, that's a question we need to ask ourselves all the time mm. in our own spiritual journey. Like, what's the next step God's yep. calling me to? And so in this journey, I think it is looking at your current circumstance. And, and for those that are, you know, still at college, um, you guys are in a different setting now to you will be in a couple of years mm. when you're launched out into the world and in your new spheres. And, you know, I just think of one example, um, one young lady had a real heart to see some change and she's like you know what can I do like there's so many areas I want to see change Mm. and her thought was I'm going to go and speak with one of our elders I feel like he is you know one of the key people in leadership and I Mm. think having a conversation with him will really help this um, this whole process start and so she just organized a time to go over to his house and she was super nervous she like Mm. called me before she got there Um, but she went in and just had this really open honest conversation um with her elder and the feedback from that later was he was just so impressed that a young person was so invested mm. and so concerned um about this that she was willing to put herself out there and, and make that first step. So that was so small, you know, it was just a conversation on a weekend mm. and yet it it was the start of a really cool journey that's happening in their church at cool. the moment. So I think, you know, that, you know, it's in, in the Bible said to Moses, like, what's in your hand? Like, what is right in front of you? Mm. Who is that one person you can have a conversation with, whether it is an older person, maybe it's a younger person up here that you can, you know, start the conversation mm. together and plan a next step together. But what is just one small thing that you personally can do um, to, to help lean into that space? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and like, I think oftentimes as uh, young people, we can go, oh, as, if the world could just change and we just like post all this stuff on social mm. media and mm. it's almost like a beep, beep, you know, mm. to the world. Mm. But oftentimes we're trying to shoot to the, to the stars, but we're, we're not like influencing our surroundings. Mm. And so, you know, if, we've, if we want to see um, cultural change in our church, mm. you know, we've mm. also got to be the culture change that we want to see. Mm. And so, if we're not living this out, Mm. you know, if we're not having a spirit-filled walk with Jesus, if we're not, like, if our friends aren't having a spirit-filled um, walk with Jesus. Well Why would we call the church to more mm. if we're not doing that ourselves? Yeah, mm. and I think that's a really um, that's a, a real challenge for for us. Is that you know it, particularly in this season is that we've got to really stretch, um, yeah, our church. But before we can stretch our church, we've got to stretch ourselves. And yeah. I think this is you know with any cultural change, it's we're, we're like God's going to do something in us before. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do something out there, mm. and um,
0: I think mm. that would be my one of my advice on that. Yeah. yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, I don't think we can we can lead from a place that we haven't been, and yeah. like we can't just talk about change without actually be mm-hmm. willing to and already be taking steps in our own mm-hmm. life to see that change happen. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it comes back to the cliche of like, practicing what you preach, but yeah. like yeah. It, it, it does make it pretty real in a sense of like if we want to see the church growing together. Mm -hmm. We have to be willing to make the first move as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even as like, you know, as young people, college age, young professionals, we can be looking to the older generation and looking for that synergy. But, you know, what about those high school and primary school students coming up beneath us? Like, Mm. we're going to be that older generation, you know, one day. And so how are we actually looking in our circle and sphere and seeing how we can speak life Mm. into, you know, a a person that's younger than us? Mm. So it's that, yeah, it goes, goes both ways.
0: Yeah. Awesome Well that's probably a good place to end it guys but um
1: thanks that's great thank awesome. you so much for being on the
0: podcast today and yeah I really appreciate um, what you guys are doing up here in Queensland and the time that you've you've given to, to investing in this podcast um, I hope it's been really helpful to our listeners and yeah just want to yeah pray a blessing over you guys um, going into the future and yeah thanks for all that you do
1: Awesome thank yeah. you
0: thanks man. Cheers kill. Cool. Yeah, what an awesome discussion. You can just so clearly hear the passion that both Martin and Alina have for young adult ministry and for really engaging young people in in the work of Jesus in this world. Um, It was really inspiring to me, and I hope that you saw a lot of value in it as well. Um, If you did, make sure to to like and subscribe to our podcast uh, and follow us on, on social media. Also, feel free to share it as well. Because the more this podcast gets out, the greater an impact it's going to have. And that's ultimately the the goal of it. Um, One final announcement before we go today. And that is um, we are currently in the process of getting some budgeting for the podcast. Which means that we'll be able to post up each episode Onto various uh, streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and and all good pod catching apps. So um, if that's something that excites you, then please be praying for us. Um, we're super excited to to have that opportunity and to, to yeah to take this podcast really to the next level. Um, but yeah, shout out especially to our OGs on SoundCloud. You guys are the real MVPs. Um, but yeah, before we wrap up, just one final reminder of our competition next week to celebrate our 10th birthday. Make sure to leave a like and then tag a friend in the comments of either the Facebook or Instagram post for this episode. Um, make sure to be involved in that and, and get your friends involved too. Uh, but yeah, that's all today from us at the Salt Creative Podcast. So thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you are blessed. And uh, most of all, stay salty.